Hey, 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 welcome to Stay At Home Thad Super Bowl Deluxe Preview Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, brought in the big guns for today. I call them my Vegas jabronis. Got some got some help on the pot here. This is going to be either really, really good or an absolute train wreck. But somebody who needs really no introduction, you probably remember him. I'd like to welcome back Joe, a.k.a. the Keto Grill Guy. Joe, what's going on tonight, buddy? Hey, Thaddeus. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate the invite. Bit of an underwhelming way to introduce Joe. But, all right. And uh, moving on really quickly here. For the first time, uh, really a man who needs no introduction also, yet one that you've never actually heard from, but you've heard a lot about him. Producer Sam, Sammy, what's hey going guys. on, buddy? I am uh, super pumped to be here, and I am a little bummed it took nine episodes to, <laughs> to get here, but I understand, and I'm, I'm looking forward to what I can bring to the show today. Yeah, right. How did the producer get on after the grill guy? You know what? There's there's a, a complicated HR policy, and there was a lot of hoops that we had to jump through. But yeah, this org chart's got some problems. And last but definitely least, we have somebody who, to explain how he and I became friends, would honestly be probably a podcast in itself. But we've got the man from the Tennessee Volunteer State, Richie Ricardo. Richie, how you doing, pal? I am great, and I will say I'm significantly more enthused to be on this podcast than either of these two. So, very excited that I made the cut. Now that none of our listeners have eardrums that are intact, thanks for joining the show, guys. You're awake. awake. They are now, so that's that's a great start. But guys, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm pumped. Thanks for joining me today. Now, in case you have not heard, there is actually a a relatively significant football game that's happening this weekend, and it's on Sunday evening. And actually, in the grand scheme of life, it may not actually be significant. But if you're a football fan, it's pretty significant. It is the Super Bowl, Sunday night. The LA Rams, technically the away team, despite playing in their home stadium of SoFi Stadium. The NFL has this weird back-and-forth AFC-NFC home team garbage so we've got the host cincinnati bengals hosting the la rams and uh, i'm not actually sure if i'm legally allowed to say the word super bowl on the pod no just call it the big game all right did. so if there we are any of the um uh, uh league officials if you're listening to this right now if you could just do me a solid and let that slide i would really appreciate that but the big game the football championship <laughs> We're going to jump right into things today, and we're going to do section one here. Just what are you looking forward to in this game? Maybe it's a specific matchup or a player, some sort of narrative that's been swirling around the NFL stratosphere over the last couple weeks. And just to prime the pump here, I'll I'll get things started here. I'm going to be watching that Rams defensive line versus the Bengals offensive line. Obviously, right off the bat, you've got Aaron Donald that you're dealing with. As Joe shared last week in the crossover collaboration of the century, Aaron Donald is a brisket. He is is the the big guy, the the kahuna, the whatever nickname you want to throw at him. He is the highest graded defender in the regular season, according to PFF. Just unbelievable. Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. 
uh, 93.6 grade in the regular season. What's his grade in Madden? Do we know uh, that? Probably 99, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a 99 Madden guy, but, uh, but then also, you know, he, Aaron Donald, crazy thing about him. He has four seasons with a hundred or more quarterback pressures since 2014. And the crazy thing about that stat is nobody else has one. So with that sinking, that's, that's (laughs) pretty good. And it is pretty good. And it doesn't actually stop there because after Aaron Donald, you've got Von Miller who has been the highest graded defender in the playoffs with a 91 grade, just so dominant. He was a staple. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Ridiculous. He, he was, he was a staple in the Broncos Super Bowl victory back in uh, 2015, 2016, sorry. And he was Super Bowl MVP in that game against Cam Newton and the Panthers, six tackles, two and a half sacks and two forced fumbles in that Super Bowl MVP performance. And so the question is like, which Bengals O-line shows up this weekend? Is it going to be the one that showed up against Tennessee that gave up nine sacks? Is it going to be the one that only gave up one sack against the Chiefs? And I think only had like four or five pressures outside of that. And I mean, if, if you've been following any of the coverage this week, the Bengals coaching staff, the Bengals players, they're all talking about how like, this is a non-issue. Like this is something for the fans and the media to discuss and look at us, the media, we're just discussing it right now. But I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I don't know if I'm ready to call this foreshadowing, but I don't know if the Bengals O-line can hold up. Now, the crazy thing is you have Joe Burrow, who led the NFL this season with an 89.6 passer rating when he was under pressure, which he was under pressure a lot. So, I mean, can Joe Cool handle the pressure of that Rams D line. And so that's, that's really the matchup that I'm going to be watching for this Sunday night, Joe, since you have seniority in terms of guests on the show, I'm going to toss it over to you first. What, what is it that you're going to be watching for this weekend? Thing I'm looking forward to most that <laughs> is the Los Angeles Rams defensive line as well, but for a different reason, mm. I am not so much interested in the pass rush or the sacks, but here's a stat for you. You like stats. I like stats. We all like Love stats. Me. Give me all my of stat is so far in the playoffs, the playoffs, we're talking about the playoffs, playoffs. the playoffs, <laughs> the Rams have allowed 156 rushing yards through three games. Oh my goodness. That is insane. That includes the 49ers who, if you don't remember, have Jimmy G the worst quarterback in the playoffs. And they were built on the running game. That's what they pride themselves on. And they could not establish the run against the Rams mm. defense. So you're looking at a Rams defense that's about 156 passing yards through three games. And that, then now you have that's 52 per game. That's that's not much. On my and mind. I mean, if you want to look at over-under props, and we could talk more about that later. Joe Mixon is at 67 yards on FanDuel right now for the over-under rushing. I'm gonna wow. let you know right now, I am hammering Hammer. that under. Boom. I'm with you. Joe. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. I'll pass it over. Uh, I'm going to call it next. Sam, what are you looking at? Well, I actually wanted to make a complaint because you said Jimmy G was the worst quarterback in the playoffs. And I, I do believe, uh, I could be wrong in saying this, but my guess is that PFF, as Thaddeus likes to say, uh, probably had Mr. Ben Roethlisberger 
rated below him. I just want to. Hey, was that hey, guy even alive for the playoffs? Yeah. Producer Sam, your yeah. uh, your guy TJ Watt won the DPOY. So just relax and give us what you're watching for this weekend in the game. Thanks. Yeah, don't need to bring Ben Roethlisberger. In yeah, this he's dead and gone, and we're really happy about it. Hopefully, not literally. Oh, wow. but... He's yeah. Never mind. Maybe. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> no, uh, well, I think to stick with the trend, we talk about what everybody else is talking about. Uh, the the defensive line and O-line matchup has been just what everyone has been harping on the last couple of weeks, I think. Um, I've, I've enjoyed watching the Bengals this postseason. I actually got to go to a game earlier this year. Uh, funny enough, against, against the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. And if you recall, the Bengals won on a last-second field goal. Um, against the Jaguars. So that's just something that for us all to remember as we as we think about this matchup. Um, I'm better for that little game. story. Thanks, Sam. Um, <laughs> just trying to, to boost everyone here. Yeah. So uh, what I would say, though, is looking at Joe Burrow's ability to get rid of the football, uh, as Thaddeus, as you already mentioned, and what he was able to do last the, against the Chiefs versus mm-hmm. instead of against the, the Titans – only going down for one sack um, versus the nine. I think Stafford is not going to have much of an issue having a field day with with the Cincinnati defense with Cup OBJ. Uh, I think they're I think they're going to do fine. Mm-hmm. Um, especially so the Bengals spend most of their time in cover three and cover one. Um, so coverage packages here. And Stafford is a top five QB against cover three, and he is the number one quarterback against the cover one uh, defense. Who calls a producer, Sam? We call Coach Sam. And against uh, in man coverage, he's the number one quarterback as far as uh, estimated points added per play. Um, So it doesn't look good for the Cincinnati defense. However, if they are able to keep up on offense, which is as much as I would lean towards an under kind of game. I wonder, I wonder if Joe Burrow is going to show up again, how he has done continually and outrun, outduel the Los Angeles Rams defense, um, because that, that's where this leaves us. The, the most stark difference, obviously, being from Titans to Chiefs was the nine to one sacks. Um, the Rams were third in the league this season in sacks while having the ninth highest blitz rating in the league with 28%. So almost a third of the time they are they are sending um, more than uh, more than the guys that they have down um, mm-hmm. on the line. So this is going to force the Bengals to protect Burrow intentionally, just like they did last week and like they did a couple other times earlier in the year. Um, last week they it was the their second lowest um, number of uh, empty looks that the Bengals offense had. So they were keeping tight ends and they were keeping running backs and they were having other guys to protect. It wasn't just their five O linemen. So mm-hmm. I think Cincinnati is going to have to uh, be able to, I think, I hope if you're, if you're rooting for the Bengals, you're hoping that they are planning for, for the blitz because the blitz is coming. And, and if it's not, the Rams have the talent, like you guys have already said to get there with four, like they can put four guys down and probably get back there. No problem. So um, Burrow's going to have his, he's going to have his, his work cut out for him, I think. Um, but that is the matchup that I'm curious of because if Burrow's able to escape like he did last week if, or against the Chiefs, if he's able to to find guys open downfield um, with the time that he's given, then I think we've got we've got a good game on our hands. So that's my matchup to watch. Uh, last it. but uh, again, last but least, uh, Richie, 
Richie, what do you got for us? Richie, yeah. who's, who's sporting a Matt Stafford Rams jersey, we should say. Uh, put some respect I thought, it, Matthew. I thought, I thought that was a golf jersey. Are you sure? No. Oh, my gosh. Take a hike. I also have a Stafford Rams jersey in the closet that my wife will probably wear on Sunday. But uh, Rams or Lions? Anyways. Sorry, Lions. Gosh dang it. Um, hey, speaking of, and this is actually my main point. All right, you guys threw a lot of stats out. You were all much smarter than me. Congratulations. We knew this that. is the storyline that I can't get away from. All right. I'm emotional in every phase of life. That's I'm an true. emotional better. We're going to get into betting a little bit. Got me in some trouble at different times in my life, but also been beneficial at other times. Uh, but I will say this. This is where I'm at. Okay. And I'm blown away that you guys haven't even mentioned this for the listeners who might know Thad. Well, way more than the rest of us. We are all know each other from Detroit. Stafford Motor City baby was Detroit's golden boy for 12 years. He he was he I mean he's the best quarterback in Detroit Lions history. And if you grow up in Metro Detroit like I had to, thank God I moved away. Uh great a lot better weather in Tennessee. Um and same in South Dakota. Team. Uh, probably not, not true. but that's not true. But we have we also have a better football team in Tennessee now. Uh anyways like I love Stafford. I loved everything about him when he's in Detroit. And when people would rag on him, I'm like, y'all are nuts. As soon as this guy leaves, he's going to show everybody that he was not the problem and he's elite. And that's exactly what he's done this year. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I'm excited. Um, I mean, I've put a future bet out the day he was traded. And so mm-hmm. hopefully that boy gets the cash uh, on Sunday. But I like, that's what I'm watching. That's what I'm excited for. The emotions are high there. Uh, I think most people in Detroit who aren't Mike Villani will be saying that as well. And, Shout out uh, 97 won the ticket. <laughs> We're open really, for like, uh, interviews I, if you wanted to speak to us later this week. The other thing I will say with the Rams, though, too, and with Stafford, is I think they're in a more of a have-to-win situation than the Bengals sure. for many reasons. One, Stafford's much older. Burrow is – even though Stafford was the goat killer, let it be known, Brady's last game and L to Stafford. All right. Uh, but I mean, Burroughs, I mean, this kid's the next Brady. Like he's an absolute okay. stud. Ro- he's, let's he- pump the brakes a little bit. Nope. Nope. That's what podcasts wow. are for. Hot takes. Se- and, seven uh, Super Bowls? Yeah. Like it's not been done. Hey, it could happen. Okay. Bengals have 60 mil in cap space. But Burrow, Burrow could also come Sunday be the only person in the history of the world to win a national championship, a Heisman Trophy, and a Super Bowl, and probably a Super Bowl MVP if he gets that. Yeah, one. but but okay. I I, so, I appreciate what you're saying. I think we just have to pump the brakes a little bit on fair. the next Tom Brady comparisons. Like I know we miss him. I miss him. I got a little emotional during oh, I the hate Tom retirement. Brady. I got a little emotional during the retirement when? Instagram posts. Like I get it, but let's let's relax yeah. a little bit on you know seven Super Bowls, a, three MVPs. Well, do you know who else went to a okay. Super Bowl in their second year as a quarterback? Dan Marino, and that's the mm-hmm. only Super Bowl he ever went to. So before you go call Joe That's Burrow fair. All right, you got – okay. I'm hey. more comfortable okay, saying he's the my... next Dan Marino, which is still great. Still Dan great. Marino did great work for CBS. Okay. And, you know, great pit quarterback, which Sam appreciates being from Pittsburgh. Long story uh, and... short, <laughs> Stafford is going to put a beat down on this kid. Uh, and here's the main reason. You guys already hit on it. But, and I'm not going to throw out the stats like you did, but here's the deal. The Rams defensive line is night, is night and day versus anyone Cincinnati has played in the playoffs so far. I I understand that they blocked well against the Titans, who have a good defensive line. Great. The Titans defensive line is not the Rams defensive no. line. 
And they're not the the Rams front seven either. Like the Rams have great backers too. So it's just, I don't don't, forget. I really don't. Yeah. Who's wearing the communication device this week. Yeah. He'll be playing daddy daycare come Monday morning. He's given everything. He's given everything. He's got nothing left. Yeah. All that to say, I'm all in on Stafford. Can't wait to see it. And uh, I hope Detroit throws him a uh, parade if he wins it, because that's the closest thing we will ever get there. So, well, I hope that's not true. But yeah, Richie, (laughs) you are by far the one that we interrupted the most. So thanks for putting up with that. You're a a great You're punching bag. You're a great. I'd also like to say uh, that I am not from Pittsburgh. I am from Midland, Michigan, but just wanted to put that, put Midland on the map. For this episode thanks mm. sam yep. uh, we we didn't once mention jalen ramsey either which is crazy who's like the best true coverage guy that matchup is gonna be so fun with him and chase I that'll know. be very fun do we watch. know it's coming we don't know i guess it has to i mean stay yeah. tuned right they could double You'll... chase yeah put him on higgins you don't know that's what i would do that's the old belichick right there double their number exactly. one with their best corner on the number two yeah that's right mm. yeah i guess you guys are right well great right. stuff guys i think everybody's a better football fan going into the super bowl as they're getting ready to watch based on our conversation. So that's really what we're looking for here on the Stay at Home Thad podcast. But hey, let's move right along. As has already been alluded to a couple times, Super Bowl Sunday, big gambling day. And so if that's your thing, if it's something that you can handle, I've got the Vegas jabronis with me today. They're going to help me get some wagers in. Now, for somebody like myself living in a state where this is not legal, I suggest abiding by your state laws. But if there's something that is good to go where you live, then, and if it's, you know, if you, or if can, you live close enough to a state where you can drive over the state line and place a bet, I think that is what, what about texting a friend who lives in another state? Okay, now we're now that, Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know if any of those things well, are good thing, all of us, so. but you. Are in a legally gambling state. Yeah, that's right. Maybe one day South Dakota. I'll see if I can. Maybe need electricity works. first. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get running water first to South Dakota. Oh, unfortunately, and then we can... uh, unfortunately, it seems like Richie's had a malfunction and his microphone stopped working. We'll hopefully try to get him back after recording. But Joe, I want to start with you. What we're yeah. going to do is we're going to do kind of relatively quickly three bets that you guys are looking at ones that are fun ones that are maybe a little researched or ones that are just ridiculous like i i don't yes. really care too much but let's just do three bets so joe let's let's get things started with you what's your first one you want to do one each or one go around the horse? yeah we'll go okay. we'll go yeah. one by one all right so my first can we one, add some I, commentary yeah you no, can we, make can fun of this. you're gonna hate this one you're gonna hate this one already so one of my favorite uh things about the super bowl uh is you get to see some of your favorite college players doing their thing and the university of michigan has four yes. representatives in the super bowl which this is, is a lie no no no. this he is said, a lie cho- no he chose his words carefully he said representatives so let's let him finish yes. so anyway the the, the bet that i like you're right Thad. okay that's beautiful that the bet so i like bad. At plus 1,600 is Chris Evans to score a touchdown. Now you're saying, why? Chris Evans is the third string, third string running back on the Bengals. I love this so much. In the last five Super Bowls, here are guys who have scored. Kyle Zuzek, Sony Michelle. No disrespect (laughs) to Sony Michelle. 
No disrespect to Sony Michelle. You just said I don't even remember Chris Evans at Michigan. So let's just let me finish my thing. Trey Burton, Trey Burton, Chris Hogan, and Corey Clement have all scored touchdowns in the last five Super Bowls. Those are five guys who are bottom tier players. And so all that shows me is history says somebody random will score a touchdown in this game. And so I'm looking at it going, where's a good value? Mixon could get dinged up, could be out first year, whatever. Throw Chris Evans in there. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And at plus 1,600, sprinkle a little juju on that and see what happens. That's my, that's my first weird bet of the day, just taking a flyer. It's a homer pick because I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan. And so if I see my boy score a touchdown in there, I'll cash that ticket. That was uh, a poor – I, uh, I drafted Evans in a dynasty league, so oh. no big deal. Are you proud? Were you in last place it every was, year? In that it was funny, actually. Yes, but uh, it was funny to watch Richie's head literally implode as Joe was mentioning the words Michigan. But uh, yeah. producer no, Sam, no more about Joe lying, but producer no Sam, let's uh, Richie. That's enough. Producer Sam, <laughs> let's head over to you. What is your first one? And hopefully, it doesn't have anything to do with Michigan, so Richie doesn't lose his mind. It doesn't, but there is a an Ohio State player or two that are that are mentioned. But here here's why. Here's why. Um, I I like this. So the the over under on jersey number to score the first touchdown. Um, I like the under twenty three and a half. So twenty three and a half is the number. I'm thinking who are, who's most likely to score the first touchdown. Well, it, here's four of the five. Cooper Cup, number ten. Cam Akers, twenty three. Jamar Chase, 800. OBJ, 900. And obviously you have, you have Mixon in there. Are those their numbers nine. or the odds? Are, yeah. The okay, numbers, sorry. the jersey 10, numbers. Jersey 23, numbers. I don't know if you know, one, like jerseys three. can't be 900. You, you mixed up you know jersey numbers. Those are the betting odds. Those right. are the betting odds. All right, we're good. We're good. For, as a loan, right? So 10, 23, 1, 3. You also get both quarterbacks as an option. They're most likely is, is not as likely. But I figure, hey, that's, yeah, a, QB that's a bonus. Stafford's really but good really, at QB sneaks. He, hey, he's very good. He's very good. So you got to think about it. You got to consider it. Well, you got that dub. Yeah. Mm. He's going to do what he needs to do for me on Sunday. So I, that one just looked pretty appealing to me at minus uh, 140. That's like, that's pretty good for, for how sure I am that that's going to happen. So, so I, I like those. Odds that's there. pretty good. That's I a mean, great those one. Are, uh, those are some wild bets. You know, uh, I don't have a weird one, but I have my three favorite. That MSU. I think will will actually cash. It's one nothing at a time, to do with though. Michigan State. Yeah, just give us one, um, Richie, if you've been listening. That's what I'm doing, I'm trying to talk. But thanks for interrupting me again in the second segment. <laughs> um, so here here's the here's probably the bet I love the most. It is uh, over nine and a half points scored in the third quarter, and so Ooh. here's why. Uh, this Super Bowls with the energy and the 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 excitement and the pageantry, like there's a lot of nerves that go on, even though the Rams, a lot of those guys have played in one before, like still a lot of nerves. Bengals are going to be freaking out. Like the, the, the first half is time to settle in. Uh, but both these teams can fire away on offense, even though I think mm-hmm. the Rams will shut down the Bengals, but here's some quick stats at it. Uh, Stafford uh, in the whole season combined, including the playoffs, 29% of his deep throws have come in the third quarter. Uh, so, so the majority of his deep throws get thrown in the third quarter and then Burrow has the most points scored 
in the third quarter of any quarterback this year. So Ooh, I like that. This is a good match. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you can take oh, that. Uh, okay. Third quarter over nine and a half at minus one ten. I like that. That's a good one. I'm putting Richie, that to my book. Richie, it's been a really rough start for you on this podcast, but you might have redeemed yourself right there. <laughs> Nicely done. Joe, Thank let's you. swing Go back green. to you for your second wager yep. that you are interested in. Yep. So my second one, this is more straight by the book. Um, I couldn't believe this when I saw it. Uh, but our boy, the kicker from Cincinnati, McPherson. Evan. If you McPherson. don't know, he he is four for four in every single game in the playoffs right now. And his over under on just kick attempts is one and a half. What? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's that's that. insane. And that's plus odds. You get plus odds at one plus one thirty right now. It may not be that by the time this podcast drops. I already got that in as soon as I saw it. Um, that seems like free money. That's Two awesome. field goal attempts for McPherson, and you catch that one. Sign me up all day. Beauty. Yeah, Sam. I love that. Hey, to let me add a little bit more field goal action. Yeah. Uh, so, is this so your second the, wager? No, but this okay. is to add to that to kind of confirm it. So, um, in the last five Super Bowls, uh, there. Sorry, the last three out of five Super Bowls, there's there's not been any points in the first six minutes. And then the majority of those, it's been field goals first. And so you can take a bet right now that the first score is to be a field goal at plus 120, or you can just do two separate bets for both teams, first field goal for Rams, first field goal for Bengals at plus 400. And if you do both those bets at the same amount of money, you will win more money than if you just do the plus 120. So that's what you're hoping for when you're getting into this. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Let's so go actual field goals. free money. Actual Let's free, free money. There. Let's go field goals. Uh, Richie, while you have the mic, why don't you just give us your second one? Even though that wasn't. Yeah. So Joe kind of alluded this uh, in his intro, but I'm going to take, I'm going to hammer mix in under rushing yards. Yeah. Um, Joe threw out some great stats. So you should go listen to those again, but I'll give you one more. Uh Mixon averaged about 4.1 yards per carry on a schedule that allowed 4.5 yards per carry to every other running back, meaning he didn't do as great as everybody else. Below but people average. still think he's a stud. And here's the other thing: this and this goes for just betting in general with the Super Bowl is a lot of like people come out of the woodwork because it's fun, uh, but they don't bet ever. The only thing they bet all year is the Super Bowl, or they only bet big games. And most people that are like that, and even people who bet regularly, like you, you always put, like hit the the overs. Um, mm-hmm. But they've pounded those overs so much at this point that all these numbers are inflated. So at at probably the time you're going to release this podcast, about two days before the Super Bowl, most of your prop bets for players, you're going to want to hit the under anyways because the the numbers inflated. So yeah. I've got Mixon under 65 yards. Uh, and that's actually probably one of my bigger bets of the night. And mm. and not like betting related, but the crazy thing about Mixon is he's been putting up numbers like that, but he's still been effective in the game plan for the Bengals. So yeah. it's not mm-hmm. like they're they're feeding him to to get him huge yards as it is. So yeah, I like that. That's good, Richie. Yeah. Man, Richie, you're just on a steady incline tonight. This is yeah. This is great. This bodes well most for improved, future Most improved years. player. Yeah, we'll hand well, out this awards. This is what happens maybe. when you're degenerate. So wow, sure. You don't need to use that word. I feel like that's an off-season pod as well. So let's just move past that. Sam, <laughs> why don't you hit us with your second? 
bet. Yeah, what I, what I'm thinking uh, is is safe. I, I had this at minus one twenty. I would love plus money, but hey, you work with what you got. And it's it's Joe Burrow's rushing yards. Um, <laughs> his over his over under is eleven and a half. Is what I what I got it at. And I am going with the over. Reason being, we I think I think what Zach Taylor and Cincinnati is going. I'm. They've got to do this. They know everyone's talking. About, I hear, I hear that they are like saying it's not a big deal. Could that be because they know it's a big deal and they know it's an issue. So they are planning to yes. protect. Yes. So they're planning to protect Joe Burrow, Joe cool, keep him cool back there. Keep him calm until you know, they're going to break through. Eventually Aaron Donald is a uh, unblockable individual. I heard Carson Palmer say earlier today. Um, and so unblockable He's going to get through. Joe Burrow's going to be scrambling around. We got to see a little bit against the Chiefs. He has the ability to get outside the pocket, and, and there's going to be guys in coverage that are locked down. Their guys are not going to be able to always be open. He's not going to always have an, an out. So what I'm expecting is he will bust at least one, at least one third and 10, third, maybe third and 24. He gets, he gets some yards there. You know, that's going to happen. All Love he needs it. is 11 and a half. I think he can do it. I think it's, I think it's happening. So go ahead. I, I think you're Take right. Take that. That's good advice there. Yeah. All right, fellas, let's do one more rapid fire round, maybe lighter on the analysis and just give us the bet and maybe a quick reason why you're taking it. But uh, let's go, uh, Joe, we'll, we'll go back to you. Yeah, I'll go back. So Sam took the one that I had on the board with the Jersey number. I had a uh, under 18 and a half. So I really like that one too. Uh, I'm betting that one. Uh, the other one that I am betting um, that I've already got this one locked in is first points to come after seven minutes into the game. So first points at eight minutes or less. The reason why I like that is that bet would hit not only in Super Bowl 55, 54, 53, 52, and 51. Wow. There have been no points scored in the first seven minutes in the last six Super Bowls. On top of that, you have two first-time quarterbacks going into the Super Bowl and a first-time coach. And if you saw Sean McVay in the last Super Bowl, he mustered three total points. I think the points are going to be slow to start. Um, expect maybe some fireworks at the end of the game. But I definitely put a wager in at first points to come after the seven-minute mark of the game. And that is plus, I believe, 120. Nice. That's what I got that up. It's good. I love it. Yeah. Good deep dive there. Last last five oh, Super Bowls. Yes. That's great. Richie, rapid fire number three. What do you got? Uh honestly, I just uh I love teasers. Teasers are bets that you can uh lose a little bit um on like the odds, but you get more points. And so if you tease the Rams uh to plus three, so you're getting a full field goal. And then you can uh I think this is the normal under is gonna hit anyways. So to add uh seven points to the under would take it to 55 and a half. Yeah, you're, so you, a... That'll be minus 120. I think that'll hit totally. Yeah. Refinancing so. my house to make that. And right probably not. I mean, the well. Rams are probably, you can t- on FanDuel, you can take that up and down as many points as you want to, but the, the Bengals are pretty good if they win by winning by a field goal. So even if the Rams lose, they're not going to lose more than that. Maybe a future pot alert. Teasers are great during March madness. All right, Sam, last one. Rapid yes. fire, and then yes, we'll sir. wrap up with some quick uh, predictions here. Yep, all I've got for you. Here we go. Another over on the rushing yards. 
uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, his rushing yards is at three and a half. Uh, mm. for, I'm taking the over at minus 125. He had seven carries through the first 17 games, but he has at least one carry in each of the three playoff games. So I think uh, I think if Chase is getting a carry, I'm, I'm putting my money on him getting at least three and a half yards up the field. So that's what I got. Good. Great stuff. Well, thanks, Sweet. fellas. That'll be helpful if you are uh, placing any wagers down on Super Bowl Sunday this weekend. All right, fellas, we got a couple more minutes remaining here, but let's wrap up. I know that there's been talks of a stay-at-home Thad curse. Uh, Wildcard weekend, I went undefeated. In divisional round, I lost everything. In conference championship weekend i went one and one and so i think really this is the deciding week for me in terms of my predictions but i want to hear from you guys i have my picks entered in i just typed them in now so that people don't think that i'm um, changing them Uh, if you want to check the rundown later you can but let's let's go uh producer sam prediction for the game score and mvp yes sir so i am going with a play Final score that is familiar to Bengals fans, 27-24. That is what we are going with, with the Rams losing to Cincinnati. Uh, I think uh, Matt Gay's missed a field goal last two playoff games. I think he's probably going to miss again. It's going to come down to special teams, and I would rather have no one than McPherson uh, kicking that ball from 71 yards out uh, to win this game. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. MVP, Sam? MVP? I uh, got to go if the Bengals are winning this, you know, it, Joe Burrow is the reason. Uh, keep in mind, keep in mind, four out of five of the last of the Rams last games were decided by three or less points. And the one that wasn't was to a team with a quarterback who probably would have preferred to wear a blank white helmet rather than a Cardinals helmet during the Pro Bowl. And uh, also in three out of the last four Bengals wins have been by three points. And like I said, I see the Bengals winning. So I like it. Let's go. I'm I'm still trying to figure out that helmet thing, but we'll move on. Yep, Maybe I'll listen to it later, and we'll, we'll figure that social out. media thing, Thaddeus. You know, Richie, what do you got? Score and MVP. Yes, uh, score 31-24 Rams. I honestly almost, I almost went blowout on this. I could see a 31-14 type game uh, because of the Rams defense, but we'll see. Uh, it'll be a great game either way. Uh, MVP. Got to go with Stafford, baby. Stafford. But I will say this, a long shot, because I think he could be this much of a disruptor. I think the long shot is at plus 1,600. Uh, Aaron Donald uh, to win Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I, yeah. if, if, if the Chiefs sacked Burrow nine times, Aaron Donald might sack him 15 times himself. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's what I got. Bold, bold claim. Yeah. I mean, but I'm here for it. Yeah, 16, 15. That'd be that'd be quite the number. Joe, what do you got, buddy? Um, Yeah, I think for me, uh, I really want to pull for Cincinnati. Uh, I love the fact that they had the number, like they just were a dumpster fire for years, and all of a sudden walked themselves into a Super Bowl. But I can't get over the fact that they probably should have lost every round (laughs) along the way. (laughs) And so, like, if I just have to be logical through it, like. The Rams absolutely like throttled the Cardinals the first round. They played a really good first half against the Bucks, um, and like they've just they've kind of put better halves together. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams. Uh, 
Uh, final score prediction for me is a nice 23 to 16. If you're keeping track at home, that is the Rams cover and the under is where I'm leaning. Love it. And did you give an MVP? Uh, my MVP, it's hard because I don't want to give it to Matt Stafford because I'm going to give it to Odell. I think Odell is going to have himself a game. Uh, I think wow. Cooper Cup's double teamed. Uh, I think it's just going to be a fun Odell. He can get involved in the running game. I think he gets two touchdowns in this one. I might be putting a little flyer on that one as well Ooh. in the same game parlay, but that's what I'm thinking. Odell Beckham to be the MVP and the Rams to win cover under. Love it. And you said 23-16? 23-16. All right. Well, ladies Last and gentlemen, the moment that you have all been waiting for, oh, I'm no, skipping Richie's over you, Richie. It's okay. I love you. <laughs> 27. Was, don't bet if you can't bet. 27, 24 Rams, Cooper Cup, MVP. Book it. Book well, it. Sam's going to win. Sam's going to win this one. Ladies and gentlemen, this yeah, has been cool. the Super no, Bowl preview deluxe pod. Joe, Sam, Richie, thank you guys so much for joining. This this was fun. It was. was. And Thanks I feel like, feel like my life is better for it. Uh, Me too. I hope all, of, and, all of your listeners feel the same. Yeah. And you're going to win some money to take your wife on a nice Valentine's Day. Perfect. Congrats. There you go. Hey, thanks, guys. Happy Super Bowl weekend, everybody. Hope you enjoy the game. Who day? Who day? Go green. Talk to you later. Peace.